Welcome back, everyone. It is Wednesday, November 15th, after market hours. Appreciate everyone tuning back in. Just a bit of housekeeping before we jump into the markets. I want to remind everyone that I will be um, semi-offline starting on Thursday, November 16th. So there won't be any podcast covering the markets uh, starting on Thursday, November 16th through uh, Tuesday, November 21st uh, of next week. Um, just taking some r and I'll be in a different time zone. Uh, I just need to kind of uh, recharge a little bit before the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Um, if you live or have lived in New York City, you'll know you get ton of visitors this time of year. Uh, everyone wants to be in New York. It is definitely one of the best times to be in New York. All the grumpy New Yorkers are a little bit less grumpy. A lot of things to see. Uh, but I have four uh, nephews coming in, two in-laws. Um, thankfully, they're not you know staying with us in our apartment. But um, it, it's going to be a lot of work, but a lot of fun at the same time. But uh, it's, it'll be good for my wife and I to kind of recharge before all of that starts. And uh, after 92... Uh, episodes of the podcast. I can't believe it. Since July 4th weekend, uh, 92. Wow. Um, I think it'd be good to just kind of step back, especially after the three-month sell-off and the 14-day rally uh, to kind of just collect my thoughts going into the end of the year and into 2024 and as well as plan out and kind of think about how I want to proceed with the premium uh, offering in 2024, but I want to thank everyone who has uh, diligently subscribed and been following this journey since uh, even before I started the podcast, uh, when it was just uh, written word. Um, and I remember when I only had like 10 subscribers, 50 subscribers, 70 subscribers. This was all before I got featured by Substack. And I was like, is anyone ever going to read or listen to this? And um, I was kind of nervous starting the podcast, to be honest with you. And I kept putting it off, kept making excuses. I don't have this. I don't have the logo. I don't have the intro, uh, you know, uh, hook um, that I had planned originally. I I didn't have a, a cool logo for Apple iTunes or Spotify. And I just kept putting it off. I was like, you know what? Uh, perfect is the enemy of good and greatness. And I thought about Kobe Bryant and Mamba mentality. And I just started on the July 4th weekend. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, so let's jump right into the markets. Uh, it was a very bullish day, continuation day after Tuesday's huge rally after the CPI. So you want to see that, right? You, you want to see a very positive move on heavy volume, which we did on Tuesday. And then you don't want that kind of day to run flat, right? Uh, typically, when you have uh, non-confirmed up moves that fail, you'll have like these big days like we had on Tuesday. We'll kind of sit around for a few days, or even the next uh, following day, we'll sell off. And you never want to see that, right? So we had a very good continuation day today. Uh, breath uh, continued on the positive side, so that's good. So let's jump into that. Uh, so for new highs, we had a 418, and for new lows, we had 123. 
So that's good, right? That, like I said, like this is one of the key metrics that I follow. We had three and a half x more new highs than new lows today on Wednesday. So that's a positive sign here. Um, when I take a look at different sectors, uh, communication services, consumer defensive, financial, and consumer cyclical uh, led the way. They were the most green, but none of the sectors were above 1% today. Uh, technology was kind of break even after such a huge run up. Uh, I, I mentioned yesterday's podcast. We want to see a breather. We want to see prices take a breather, pause, build energy again, uh, consolidate sideways, and then we kind of rally into the Santa Claus rally in the end of December. Um, so we might still be getting that, right? Um, on the downside, energy and utilities led the way to the downside. Uh, taking a look at what actually led, you had um, on the mega cap tech names, you had Tesla up 2.29, Google was up 0.7, Apple was up 0.3%. So not huge, Tesla was the best performer. And then curiously, we did have a little bit of a, uh, not sell-off, but I would say a breather in Microsoft. It was down 0.16%. So that's a nothing burger. NVIDIA, after the huge run-up, uh, they were down 1.5% today on Wednesday. And you had Meta down 1.07% and Amazon down 1.7%. In the Dow for healthcare, they're, they're if you recall yesterday, I mentioned that there was a, uh, not a sell-off, but a migration or um, moving out of healthcare into tech names. And I think that's still happening because Eli Lilly was down 3.6. Uh, AbbVie was down 0.33. Merck was down 0.8%. UNH was down 0.38%. But Pfizer was up uh, a little over um, 3% today. And J&J was up 0.77. So it wasn't as big of a rally as yesterday, uh, but still a very positive, constructive uh, continuation day on the bullish side. Uh, we opened up above the previous lows, which is good. Um, we didn't uh, go red outside of the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ turned red right around 1-ish, one, and then it kind of popped back up. Uh, I think if I had to give a ding to anything, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ closed, uh, not at the lows, but near the lows of the day, uh, but still above yesterday's close. Uh, the Dow was the strongest today, up 163 points. Um, when I take a look at what else stuck out, um, let's see, and I mentioned NVIDIA, Microsoft, and Meta being red, that stuck out. Um, Xi Jinping from China is in San Francisco. Uh, I have family out there. They told me that they've totally cleared out the homeless uh, out of downtown and all the areas where Xi Jinping would potentially uh, motorcade through. It's quite odd to me that they can clear out the homeless and criminals for this, but they can't for taxpayers, which is kind of odd. Uh, but they are meeting this week, uh, and it was kind of an ominous uh, communication before they went into their closed room meeting today. 
I'll just read you a quote from both of them. They they kind of walk up to the podium, they say their spiel, and then they go to the office uh, behind closed doors to talk for like four hours. But uh, Biden had said, quote, I value our conversation because I think it's paramount that you and I understand each other clearly, leader to leader, with no misconceptions or miscommunication, end quote. Okay. Uh, not too friendly for someone that just came over on a 15-hour, 18-hour flight. Uh, and then Xi Jinping uh, got to the podium and said, quote, it is unrealistic for one side to remodel the other, and conflict and confrontation has terrible consequences for both sides. The world at large is big enough for the two countries to succeed, end quote. Uh, that doesn't sound like he's swiping right, right? It sounds uh, very, uh, you know, at an arm's length distance, cautiously, like, uh, measuring each other up before this meeting. So it's an important one. Um, let's see what happens. I don't know if we'll hear any news coming out of that. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was the markets today. It was a good continuation day. Uh, on the week side, to be honest, uh, outside of like some of the tech names that were weak, uh, and the healthcare names, it was a very bullish day. What was strong, I'll give you a sampling. Uh, Coin was up 6.5. Kava, the Greek uh, fast um, uh, quick serve restaurant, up 5.16. Crocs, the sandal maker, up 5.1. Etsy, up 4.9%. Clavio, 4.71%. Sprout Social, 4.6%. Wayfair, the furniture e-tailer, 4.4%. Birkenstock Sandals, 3.78%. Arm Holdings, 3.74%. That was a SPAC for chips. Shopify, up 3.5%. So again, it's risk on right now. Everyone is expecting a very uh, jolly Santa Claus down their chimney uh, in December. So... Um, I, th I think uh, I'm staying true to this as long as we have yields below four and a half and under. We have Magnificent Seven in good shape above the 50-day moving average. And we have breath continuing to outpace new highs versus new lows. Uh, we should, at the very least, stay right where we are and potentially challenge uh, recent highs from the summer uh, going into the end of the year. Um, if we lose two of those three things, just like I was saying on the way down, we need two of these things, two of these three things to happen to go up. If we lose two of those three things, we can start to sell off again. Um, or if there's some type of black swan headline news. Uh, but right now, it, the bullish impulse is clearly uh, established. And if you don't know about seasonality, why people say that is um, there's a lot of things about rebalancing the portfolios on Wall Street to the end of the year. But at the same time, all of the end of year statements, end of year uh, bonuses and end of quarter statements, end of quarter bonuses all have to get tallied. So Wall Street is incentivized to make this look positive as possible before the end of the year. Um, it's the truth. 
that's just how this world works in finance uh, or any marketing slash sales driven industry. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm cautiously optimistic here. If you are long, there's really nothing else to do. If you're in cash, I think it's risky to open up a very large new bullish position right now because of how far we've come back up. Again, I'm not your financial advisor. Please consult with your financial advisor. This is just my eyes and what I'm seeing in the charts and how I'm interpreting them. I think a healthy pullback is needed uh, before we go into the end of the year. But who am I to say? We just undid three months of a sell-off in 14 sessions. Uh, I really can't find a 14-day span where we've... Uh, the S&P, the, the SPY, has uh, gained 10% in 14 trading sessions. Um, pretty remarkable going into uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, we still have a few, uh, you know, two weeks to go for Thanksgiving, but it was really impressive. I didn't expect it. While we were going down, I knew we were oversold, but if someone told me we were going to go up 10% in, in, in two weeks, I, I would not have expected that. Um, so uh, the market always humbles you, right? And there's always things to learn. Um, but uh, with that said, uh, while I am away, I will be occasionally posting on Substack Notes. Please follow me there. If there's anything that's pressing, I'll try to post my opinions and analysis. And a quick uh, reminder, there is a 33% discount simply for pledging. Uh, there's no charge on the credit card, but all you have to do is a two-step process. You need to subscribe. And then once you subscribe, you'll see a pledge button. And it's simply saying that you support my work and you're pledging a future subscription uh, once that premium subscription goes live in 2024. Uh, it's either 33% uh, off a $18 per month subscription or 33% off a annual one-time $180 subscription or the pledge subscription is also at 33% off. Uh, I am manually keeping track of all this and once uh, in the future I do do the paywall, I will retroactively from the beginning of my entire Substack history to November 27th, everyone that has pledged by then will get 33% off whenever I release the paywall premium service. Uh, with that said, thank you so much. I will see you guys on Substack Notes and have a great rest of week and weekend and I'll see you next week with new podcasts. Later.